Woo! Yes, sir. We're going for a minute. Episode 168. Your boy Jack Eve. He's back. You heard. Good. Feels good. It's been a minute uh, since I potted up. You know, previous couple weeks, man, a lot. That's been going on, but a lot of redundancy. It was a lot of redundancy, bro. Uh, Sunday, Sunday games. Giants lose, Knicks lose, Jets lose. It was just, I, I then you know, Knicks doing some a lot of Nick activities. It's hard to really commentate when it's 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 it's, it's a lot of whole obvious stuff going on. You feel me? Like, like what we going we we see what's going on is not much to analyze at this point. You know what I'm saying? But Hey, 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 hey. I'm not fat Albert, but hey. Uh, Nick's got four straight victories. Um, we hear a lot about uh, the Hawks were hurt. DeJounte Murray got hurt early. Uh, Hornets don't got Bridges or LaMelo. The Cavs. That Cavs game was a bit weird, bro. Uh, Kings, they didn't have the Fox man himself. Swiper, no swiping. He's swiping the Fox. You feels me? So, you know, games that the Knicks should have won for various reasons. The Cavs game, like I said, it was weird. Uh, a lot of traveling violations were called that game. I think it threw the momentum off of that game. And the Cavs just missed some shots, man. The Cavs missed the shots that they made against us uh, the first go-around. All them shots they missed, um, they made. I mean, they all them shots they made, they missed in, in the garden. I also feel like uh, Mr. D. Mitch, I think he, he, he um, Donovan Mitchell, because he also went against Davion Mitchell back-to-back Sundays in the Garden against the Mitchells, D. Mitches, the D. Mitches is what we would call it. But uh, Donovan Mitchell, I, I, you know, he, he said it himself, like, yo, man, I was supposed to be here. Uh, this game, I got a hell of people coming to the Garden. So it's about to be lit. So I think I think his mind was... You know, I don't think he treated this as another game, and it might have impacted him in a negative way, but um glad it did. Busted our ass the first go-around OD. Him and K- Oh, my God, K-Love. That shit was so annoying, bro. But, yeah, yeah so we we, we able to beat the Cavs after we played the Mavs. That Mavs game, I don't even want to talk about, bro. I really don't. Uh, we had a solid first half. My mom need help around the house. I was like, yeah, I'm going to help you out, big dog. We down ten. I see Tim Hardaway hit a couple threes. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then it just got worse. It just got worse. And then I, I'm like, "Yo, hold on, man. Let me see what's going on the World Cup real quick." You know what I'm saying? The World Cup is on. Let's 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 see. Put it back on. Went from a ten point lead to twenty. I was like, right, "This what the fuck, yo?" It just got bad. Some real breaking bad shit, man. But um. Uh, Turns out, we get smacked that game. I'm watching that Cavs game. I'm not expecting too much from the Knicks at this point. I'm just feeling like, yo, we 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 gave up. We, we folding like lawn chairs. But um, to our surprise, the Knicks went to a can- uh, nine-man rotation. Just wake up one day. Um, Cam's not playing. Fournier been out the rotation. Uh, Rose, Rose... I guess hasn't been D Rose that that we accustomed to seeing in the Nick uniform, so he's been out the rotation and insert Brad. 
And so Brad McBride and we got a nine-man rotation. We pull out that victory. I was very happy, but it was just a weird victory. The game was just weird in general. But I'll take it. I'll take a W, bro. I'll take a W. Randall played well. Randall played well in the first half against the Mavs, but the whole team played like ass in the second half. There's no way to wrap your mind around that. But I will also say, you know, after the next loss to the Mavs, I can't, I don't want to hear shit like, you know, even though Jalen Brunson's leader, like, oh, well, they wanted it more than us. I'm tired of hearing that shit, bro. Like, when we had lost in the, even like last season for the most part, man. It wasn't an effort thing. Like, motherfuckers just were fucking up and folding. Uh, the, the, even the team still played hard last year despite those losses. But this year is just a little bit weird. I'm like, yo, what are we doing, son? We have, like, a lot of weird losses that you really can't. It's not even X's and O's at this point, the, some of those losses that we had. But um, ever since that Mavs game, I mean, we we won four straight. And, you know, people can say, yo, the Hawks got hurt. I mean, it was unfortunate that John Tate Murray got hurt. Um, we, we played the Hornets, the injury riddle team. The Cavs were the Cavs, but they, like I said, ah, I guess I'm not used to, like, for, couldn't, like, just chill victories, bro. As a Knicks fan, you're not used to, like, chill victories. You just sit there and you watch the game and, and you enjoy the W. Like, I'm not used to that shit, bro. I'm not. I'll be honest. Like, usually you got to hit triple zero. Okay, game's over, but, you know, these past four games... Pretty chill. Uh, I sort of see how, or see why, like Laker fans in the early two thousands, even two thousand tens, Warriors fans as of late, LeBron fans. I see how they get that cool collective, just chill. It's all good in the hood. Just another day in the office mindset, bro. These four games, bro. I just, I, it's, it's just fire. It's just cool. This is what it, you know, feels like. I said. I don't take for granted that the Knicks won these four games because the Knicks uh, infamously have not won the games that they're supposed to win. I, I think when teams play the Knicks, they also feel like they're supposed to win that game. I'm not talking about like right now, but uh, just in general in the previous years. So there's no way I could just vehemently say, that, yo, you're supposed to win these games, bro. I'm just glad we did. And I don't take it for granted. Yeah, I get it. We're playing some banged up teams. Um, that game against the Cavs was a bit weird. I get all that shit, bro, but I'll take the W's. That game against the Cavs could have been weird and we could have took that out. Uh, I think it's very important in that four-game home game stretch that we went 2-2. Two two. You know, we had a couple tough losses to the Grizzlies, the Blazers. Um, that's two right there, but we had three tough losses. And the Bucks, the Bucks game, bro. Should have won that game. Should have won all three of those games, to be honest. This is how I feel. But you're gonna win every single close game you play. So we should we lost all three, but we should have lost at least won one. But uh, one of my trending uh, predictions always seems to come out true is at least for the Knicks, whenever they lose back to back close games, the third game they either blow the team out or they get blown out. So the Mavs game was trending the right way. We was up 15, and then whoop whoop, that shit just went the other way, big dog. Went the other way. Um, I think we all did feel the tension of, of Tom Tibbs. I think he felt like his job was on the line, or he feels like his job was on the line. And I guess he said, I'm going to roll with what I got. I'm going to roll with uh, what I think will save my job or save his job. 
And that's why, you know, he's going with this nine-man rotation. Um, but it's good to see RJ performing better than he has uh, in the month of November, early December. Cause it was looking real disgusting out there. But um, the good thing is, you know, he stayed aggressive. He stayed on point. And he continued to play his game because, you know, if it looks like he, he, he's losing his confidence, he's not going to play his game, that ain't good. So I'm glad that despite his hard play at times uh, in the previous weeks, you know, he didn't lose confidence. He continued to play his game. And at, at some point, you know, you just want him to reap the benefits and, and, and show the world what he's capable of. You know, I just... I know we see the improvement in his free throws, but at the same time, you just wish she could, you know, finish a little bit better down the rim. Like I don't want to be that nervous when he he's going up for a layup. I should feel good about it. Like when I mentioned this earlier, when RJ Barrett was shooting threes in that COVID season, I felt good about it when leaving his hand. Like I'm like, oh no, maybe he should nah shoot that shit. Like that's how I want to feel when RJ Barrett goes to the rack. I want to have that confidence, bro. Like why boy about to make this shit. Not of, oh, I hope he makes it. Like, I don't want to, oh, I hope he makes it. Nah, I, yo, bro, bang that shit on these motherfuckers, man. What the fuck I'm saying, bro? Yeah, let's go. But back to uh, Jay Randall, n- number 30. <laughs> it's it's a bit tricky situation <coughs> because um I'm really happy that he's playing well. You, for whatever reason, that he played bad last year. If you're a Knicks fan, you want Julius Randle to play well for at least three reasons. One, uh, it helps the team. It helps the team win. Number two, if you want him uh, out of New York, it boosts his trade value. Number three, uh, it could it makes the team better. Like you know, um, but whatever three, whatever reason you want Julius Randle to play well. I don't think it's fair to continuously say, uh, let's trade him. I mean, I get why I get why people want to trade him. It's, it's, it's more so to see what we have in OB. Um, I guess at times it seems as if you know, Julius Randle's not the perfect locker room guy, I guess. But he's playing well. And and I think it's important that we, you know, we show the proper respect to to Julius when he plays well, man. Like, there's times where he doesn't play well, we scream at him like, "Yo, bro, you gotta play better." You playing like like last year, but last year he sort of deserved it. Like, I wouldn't say being screamed at, but the criticism was deserved, is what I'm saying. But this year he's been playing well, and and everybody they just we just not me, but. It seems that everyone's just waiting for him whenever he has a few Julius Randle moments. And he has them, and yep, yep, that's why he should go. That's why he should get, like, yo, he's not perfect, bro. Like, with nobody in the NBA, yes, I get it. Julius Randle is not no KD. He shouldn't have the same leash in uh, doing certain plays or, or whatever, certain heat checks. I get that, but but he's been playing well, so... At least give him credit for playing well. He's shooting 47% uh, from the field, 34% from three. So he's improved his efficiency back up. Uh, his three-point is not up to the 41%, but no one's really expecting it to go up to 41%. We'll take it at what it is. It's, it's a solid number. 
It's a very respectful, respectable number. Um, 23 and 9. It's like, you gotta... And he's doing it in an efficient manner, especially with the fact that Julius... I mean, uh, R.J. Barry's been... Str- uh, he was struggling for the first half. At least first... Yo, I'm struggling finishing what I'm trying to say about R.J. Barrett right now, bro. But, you know, R.J. Barrett's been struggling having having his own woes. And Julius Randle, you know, he's been holding the fourth down um, along with Jalen Brunson. I mean, R.J. did start off the season a a bit slow. Then he had a decent stretch. Then he had that slump. But now he's picking it back up. But Julius Randle's been our second most consistent player that we've had. So I think we should... Treat him with that respect. At least give him that respect. Yes, he's... Like I said, man, he, he had his ruffles. He ruffled a lot of feathers last year. But at the same time, he can see he made a... He's trying to make amends. He's not perfect. You know, he has defensive lapses, etc. He shouldn't have got injected against the Kings. Like, yes, he got things that he can improve on. But for the most part, he's been playing well. And give him his props for that. Um... And we should. Um, I get it. Trade him. Trade him. I get why people, like I said, I mentioned earlier, but at the same time, if he's playing well, you got to give him his props for playing well. Um, we know the way he's playing now. He's He was capable of doing this last year, but um, he's doing it now. And I think that's just as important. He's doing it now. And and honestly, like, his response to last season, the more that I think about it, you know, the way he did it was tension between him and the fans and even with me sometimes I'm like yo bro what's good with you bro like what's good with your body language like at that sometimes it's not even about his efficiency on the court like that he was shooting only 41% from the field and 30% it was just his body language it would just rub people the wrong way but this year like I said man he's had his fair share of defensive lapses but he's been playing well he's been playing hard and and Obi's hurt right now man that's another thing we gotta consider. So we sort of we need Randall out there, bro. Um, fourteen and thirteen. Uh, we got back to back game against the Bulls. Let's see how Randall responds there. I'm, I'm just like I'm not. If he has a bad game, I'm not gonna be like, nah, nah. See, that's why we should trade him. That ain't right. But um, if he's not having a good game, that's where RJ got to step up, baby. You know what I'm saying? But I think we gotta to give Randall his props. I'm scared of giving Randall his. Too much props because I don't want him to stop playing bad. But I think we need to be a bit easier on Randall right now because he's been holding it down. He's been playing well. Now, if you're going to be hard on him when he plays well, you got to shower him with love if he's playing well. If he, you get, y'all understand what I'm trying to say. I'm not even going to explain what I'm trying to explain right now. But yeah, man, give my man's respect. Yeah, I, I honestly, stepping away from the Randall situation, looking at the camera. Out the rotation thing. I was watching that game against the Mavs. I know. I'll be honest with you. I'm. I'm a. I was a. I am a big camera to support. I want him to do well. I wanted him to prosper on the Knicks. He's shown great flashes of being a wing defender. Uh, he finishes well around the paint, at least for the Knicks, or at least better than R.J. Barrett. Um, he gets to the basket the easiest on this roster. I will say that. You know. I seen that game against the Mavs. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I know what the fuck was going on out there, bro. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here, bro? But at the same time, he's been well. He's been playing well outside of that. Like he's had 
way more greater moments than bad moments. For the most part, he's played well uh, for the Knicks, especially on the defensive side of the ball, especially, again, to the basket. So when the Knicks played the Cavs and he was out the rotation, I'm like, this is weird, bro. I I don't understand why his situation was like, why he get benched just like that. But then, you know, you hear the reports that Cam might get traded. Um, he's on the trade block. So that's what made sense to me. Thibodeau just benching Cam just to bench him made it make sense. Because I'm like, all right, yo, he had a bad game. But who hasn't had a bad game on the Knicks right now at this point? For real. So that that would be very fucked up, very low-level justice, I would have to say. But, no, it is what it is. I wish Cam the best. I wish I, – I think he played well. Um, McGrimes is is – the Knicks' chosen one, I guess. Like, the front office tips is behind him. But honestly, bro, he got to pick up his offense, bro. You know, he had a couple good games. I will say that against the Cavs. He played good. Uh, he's had his moments, but we need him to shoot better. He, need, he needs to be more consistent on offense. You know, I, it's that spot, that shooting guard, that starting spot was given to him. You know, Cam had to sort of. Not sort of. He had to earn his way into that starting lineup. He had to earn his 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 minutes. But with McGrimes, it was given to him because you know he has the organization's backing. But at the same time, like yo, bro, you gotta play a better offensively, bro. I'm mean, I get it. He's coming off injury. He's trying to get his rhythm back. But I think he should be turning the corner soon. Like he played great against the Kings defensively, but two for eight, bro. In 42 minutes, like, I need, like, I know for, like, it's just, I mean, Cam had those moments, too, where he'll play 37 minutes and only take four shots because he's playing with RJ, Brunson, and Randall, but four shots. You got to have, we got to have find better ball distribution. You feel me? Pause. But um, there's no way your fourth option should only be taking eight shots. We need to spread the love around better. And I think a part of that is I think RJ's in a situation where he can play making and making sure that the ball gets passed around more. I guess Randall's going to Randall. You know, he made some great passes out the double team against the Kings. But I think RJ's always in that, will be in that position uh, to find his open teammates because the way he gets to the basket or attacks the basket, I think he's in a position to, to find his teammates. Um yeah, Julius back to Julius Randle. I don't know what it is, what he sees when he plays against the bonus, but I always advise to take the over when Julius Randle plays against the bonus. I don't know what it, what grudge it is, but I always feel good about that matchup as a Knicks fan. But yeah, Cam Reddish, man, shit fucked up, bro. But it is what it is, man. I hope he finds a better situation and thrives. I think the Knicks definitely could have utilized him. Um, Fournier is my guy. And I always let y'all know that. But shout outs to Evan Fournier. And um, the, like I said, the Knicks do play the Bulls twice. Jalen Brunson is banged up. Derrick Rose is from Chicago and has played for the Bulls. I think he should play. I think, I think Brunson should get this week off. I think he should not be playing this week against the Bulls. You might want to play him against the Pacers, fine. But I think Jalen Brunson needs to get a break, bro. That's a big fact. 
That boy's been putting in work, ASAP Ferguson it, put the team on his back, and he's he's had a couple rough landings, man. Uh, against OKC, against the Grizzlies, and now against the Kings, like he's been going ham in the paint, man. Even against the Bucks, it's that you know some of those pump fake moves he be doing against the guys in the air. It's, it's a bit tricky, but yeah, I think Derrick Rose should definitely get some playing time. I think you know, he he just knows how to get to the basket, man. Get that floater shot off, or even get the rest involved. And he's back in Chicago, so why not, man? Why not put this in a win-win situation? I think we can utilize Derrick Rose. I know he's on the trade block. It's fucked up because. I have a Derrick Rose jersey, man, so I feel a bit weird about that. They're going to trade him knowing that I have his jersey, but it is what it is, man. Uh, overall, it's a four-game winning streak. I feel like four games that we should have won, but I don't take it for granted because the Knicks don't always win the games that they should, and I'm just glad they did that. And I'm excited to see how you know Randall responds against the Bulls. I'm excited just to see how... What Tibbs is going to do if Brunson is out, we'll see what his adjustments are. And we'll see where it goes from there, man. Episode 168, your boy back. Let's go fucking next, man. Bow, bow.